I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So as promised for this last episode of the week, we are going to discuss the second Republican debate as well as the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. All of the details on both of these pretty major things going on. Let's get into it. So. If you're new here, how I cover the debates, whether it's a Republican one, a Democrat one, or a mix of both, is that I just basically take bullet points as I am watching, just things that I noted that I thought were interesting, and we'll just basically go kind of rapid fire, and it's a little bit more discussion-based than our typical show. So without further ado, we'll jump in. So I would say that... Something interesting was that the border was their like safe topic and you could feel every single one of them at some point pivot from whatever they were supposed to be talking about immediately to the border. And it was like auto strikes in, you know, Michigan and whatnot. Okay, how are they going to pivot that to the border? And they would somehow do those political gymnastics that ended us back to that issue. Um, But what's interesting is they're all saying similar things when it comes to that topic. So it's not like that's something that's going to set any of them apart in particular. Um, I thought Vivek Veraswamy said something interesting. He said, hardship is not a choice, but victimhood is a choice. And I thought that was a super interesting quote. And while he is a very aggressive in your face character, I liked that quote. I thought that's very true. Um, So the dude with the bushy brows, what is his name? Burgum, Doug Burgum. So this guy, he's probably the least known person on this debate stage, but he said something really interesting. He basically blamed the auto worker strike on Joe Biden, saying that it was his fault because he champions electric vehicles. What he said specifically was, quote, that's why they're striking. They need two thirds less workers to build an electric car. This strike is at Joe Biden's feet, end quote. Also, DeSantis full on called out Trump for not being on the debate stage. So that was fascinating simply because, you know, if you guys remember, he's been like tiptoeing towards criticizing the president, like, you know, sort of testing the water, seeing how people are going to react. And now he is full on looking at the camera, calling out Trump. So that was definitely shifting more towards a direct attack and He probably knew that that soundbite would end up on the news outlets. It was a strong move, but it definitely wasn't the only one that was in that direction. We'll get to that later. 
Tim Scott called out Vivek for saying that everyone on the stage were quote unquote good people because during the last debate, he said that they were all quote bought and paid for end quote. Ooh, that was one of the more like tense moments, I would say. Um, but I did, I did feel that like the tense moments were not nearly as like intense as any debate Trump was involved in, you know, which has been a number of them now the mudslinging and the tension was much more mean spirited. This was a lot more playful, even if it was direct. Chris Christie also addressed Donald Trump head on saying, you know what? I'm just going to play it for you guys. I can't paraphrase this. Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay. And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Truly could not have paraphrased that to save my life. And that's what I was talking about earlier where I feel like, you know, they were all trying to get that sound bite in that would be replayed and replayed on the news. Anywho, um, Vivek slammed addictive social media platforms for people under the age of 16 or around 16, even though he is this big figure on TikTok. So this was a really interesting sort of dichotomy and people kept calling him out on this sort of like double standard. But he was saying specifically young people should not be on social media. And so anyway, it was definitely contradictory. Nikki Haley fired back saying, quote, every time I hear you, I feel a little dumber for what you have to say, end quote. So whew, there was that mudslinging coming in um, that I felt was pretty absent at the last debate. Nikki Haley said, how can we be the best country in the world and have the most expensive health care in the world? And I thought that was a super interesting quote as well, really pointing to the situation. I think we're all in agreement that the healthcare system here is messed up. It doesn't function well. It doesn't serve the patient well. However, what are Republicans really doing about it? That's the big question. You know, obviously, Democrats with Obamacare and big there's been big changes made by Democrats, but we don't really see that happening on the other side of the aisle. So it is interesting whenever I hear Republicans talking about this issue, because I don't think that they'll talk the talk rather than walk the walk, at least on this issue. Ron DeSantis was also definitely put in the hot seat when it comes to his quote on slavery. He once said, quote, slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit, end quote. I'm really sorry to have to repeat that quote because that's not something that I'd ever agree with. Um, but Let's go ahead and listen to his reaction to someone asking him about this. 
So first of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. Uh, we are not going to be doing that. Second of all, that was written by descendants of slaves. These are great black history scholars. So we need to stop playing these games. Here's the deal. Our country's education system is in decline because it's focused on indoctrination, denying parents' rights. Florida represents the revival of American education. We're ranked number one in the nation in education by U.S. News and World Report. My wife and I, we have a six, five, and three-year-old. This is personal to us. We didn't just talk about universal school choice. We enacted universal school choice. So you guys can hear it. He just denies ever seeing it and then obviously pivots to education, which is where this quote stemmed from um, him getting rid of critical race theory. Um, it's tied into all of that debate. Overall impression of this debate would be that this debate was definitely more policy centered than recent past Republican debates. When Trump is on the stage, things tend to slip into this like very vague rhetoric, a lot of misinformation, a lot of mudslinging, name calling very quickly. So I think him not being there actually ends up being a more productive conversation. However, this debate was more chaotic than the last one, than the first one that happened for the Republicans. It also had more mudslinging than that one. So we are devolving a little bit, but definitely I would say in my my personal opinion is that it's nowhere near when Trump is actually in the room. Things have such a different tone when he's there. So that was my overall impression I will add a link in our like, you know, transcript for the day to the debates in case you wanted to watch the full thing yourself. I love to do so with popcorn and a glass of wine. That is my preferred method of watching this. And it's what I think they deserve. <laughs> Basically, it's entertainment at a certain point, um, because honestly, none of these people on the stage last night can touch what Donald Trump is doing in the polls. So that is just the facts. Um, if that ever changes, though, we'll be sure to let you guys know. And then, like I mentioned at the top, we are going to discuss the Biden impeachment inquiry. So, you guys, this was a big, like, nothing sandwich as of right now. That is, we're seeing nothing. So, some witnesses straight up told Republican lawmakers as they were testifying that there is not enough evidence to impeach Biden. They said that under oath. They said, you know, I never saw a crime committed, things of that nature. And today, that happened on the opening day of this inquiry. So that's definitely not a good look. It feels like they kind of fell on their face here. And I do not say that lightly. I would love to have some juicy tidbits to give you guys and some, you know, juicy sound bites and some juicy witnesses who really had real information, but there just weren't any there. Yeah. It almost reminds me of in the wake of the 2020 election when President Trump kept trying to bring charges about election interference and it just didn't exist. The evidence did not exist because the crime didn't exist. And that's what this feels like here. And what's really annoying to me is the handful of Republican leaders who insisted to the press that there was, in fact, evidence during to hear during these hearings they said we're going to prove it to you we have this evidence and it just wasn't there today that's what I'll say it's much more embarrassing though to do something like this and fall on your face like this rather than to just not do it at all so this has been a big goose egg and it is definitely embarrassing for the party but I'll let you guys know the minute anything changes on that and that is the news du jour
Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, nostalgia isn't what it used to be. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media and that is also linked in our show notes you can follow us on social media at news du jour dot podcast on both instagram and tiktok you can follow my personal account at it's annie bowls on both platforms as well any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup he has a little separation anxiety and always records with me We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from...